Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. On Hall of Fame weekend, I think and hope that the Maple Leafs just hit rock bottom. It's your Yahoo Sports Canada daily podcast for Monday, November 18th. But first... Sports. Good morning, Canada. Thank you for tuning in. A brand new week is here, and a brand new class will take their place in the Hockey Hall of Fame today. Among those being honored is Haley Wickenheiser, a generational name in the women's game. And I will talk to Ailish Forfar in just one moment about Wickenheiser's impact on women's hockey. Also this weekend, the Toronto Maple Leafs bottomed out with a pair of brutal losses on a back-to-back. The Raptors finish off their road trip in Dallas, and we find out a few names that are not receiving rings after championship summer. But first, 2019 class of the Hockey Hall of Fame will have their day today. Guy Carboneau, Vaclav Nedimansky, Jim Rutherford, Jerry York, and Sergei Zubov are all set to join hockey's hallowed hall But the main event inductee, the biggest name on the ballot, is Haley Wickenheiser, one of the most decorated international players ever, with a 23-year career, a lot of which was spent as the captain of Team Canada, a run that included seven World Championship golds, four Olympic golds, and a whole heap of other medals and accomplishments. She became the first woman to play full-time in a professional men's league at a position other than goaltender when she played in Finland. In 2002, she earned the Order of Canada. She's in Canada's Walk of Fame. And now she takes her rightful place, more than deserved, in the Hockey Hall of Fame in Toronto. Along with all those on-ice accomplishments, however, Wickenheiser served as really the de facto face of women's hockey for more than a decade. And, And calling her a legend, it really undersells how important she was to the sport. The influence she had on a generation of women and girls growing up playing hockey is immeasurable and one that I personally would not come close to capturing in words. Luckily for me and for us, one of the many, many players she influenced joins me now, Ailish Forfar, who played for the Markham Thunder in the CWHL last season and is now part of the Yahoo Sports Canada team, joins me. Uh, Ailish, what comes to mind when you think of the legacy of Haley Wickenheiser? It's a really special weekend, and especially for a female hockey player like myself who grew up without, you know, that person that was an accessible role model until I actually saw Haley Wickenheiser play. I think it was at the Salt Lake City Olympics, and that was actually the first time I ever saw women's hockey on television. I was playing boys hockey. I was basically a little tomboy. I just wanted to be like my brother, and I think the first time I saw a successful female athlete that I could relate to was Haley Wickenheiser, and it kind of became for me what gave me that momentum and that passion to continue to chase my own dreams. And she was that confident, passionate, outstanding leader and also 
dynamite on the ice. She just kind of encompassed everything that I wanted to be like. And I think there's a lot of people now that have been able to share their stories of how they've gotten interested and passionate about hockey. And a lot of people relate back to Haley Wickenheiser being that driving force. And it's her weekend, which is so special because when do female hockey players get this accolade that they get to celebrate kind of for themselves? And that's not a knock on the other the other inductees this weekend, but it's it's clearly a really special weekend for female hockey players and for me, especially with the current state of the game and not knowing what's next. It's it's important that we have this momentum from this weekend and sharing all the stories of how we got started and where we are and we've all come from different backgrounds, but she's kind of been intertwined in everybody's life. So it's special and it's it's I mean, I'm smiling thinking about the memories I have watching her and then getting to talk to her and kind of now as a media professional, getting to share my story that intertwines with this huge weekend for her. It's, it's awesome. <laughs> Do you have a, a personal favorite story? You know, this is like kind of a personal thing, but sure, it, it, it was really cool. I mean, when I grew up playing boys hockey, I used to, so I was playing triple A boys hockey just north of the city and I was the only girl. So I was pretty nervous all the time going out on the ice because there's nobody that looked like me. So I used to tuck my ponytail into my shoulder pads and I would kind of just try to blend in like I was a boy. <laughs> I laugh now because I'm like, clearly they knew I was a girl. I got changed in my own dressing room and then would go on the ice and pretend that I was a boy, but I used to do that, like not really knowing why I just thought like, Oh, I don't want to stand out like a girl. And I was, I, I guess realizing this down the road when I switched over to girls hockey, that that kind of was a weird phase of my life where I, I didn't feel comfortable in my own skin. I, I think it was just because there was no one else like me. And then now I I've got the chance to share that story and listen to Haley Wickenheiser's upbringing. And she has a really similar memory um, of playing hockey in Calgary and being the only girl on her boys team um, just a couple years before me in the same situation. And she also used to hide her hair in her shoulder pads or in her helmet, I think she said, because she was playing, you know, boys hockey or sorry, it was in Saskatchewan. She grew up just like not having anyone to look up to. So she also did that same thing. So that like weird parallel story when I heard it, I remember being like, I wonder how many girls kind of felt that same way that, you know, being a badass hockey player at the age of eight wasn't really cool. And now I help coach like younger girls teams in the GTA and they've all got their long ponytails out or they're playing boys hockey and they're proud to be girls. And I'm like, that's, that's something that I think has changed now because you can be a uh, passionate young athlete and be a female and be dominating in a, like a male I guess dominated sport so it, that was a weird kind of crazy story that we both shared and I remember talking to her about it and I, it was weird it's like looking in a mirror speaking of sort of not knowing the future of what the sport holds uh do, do you have any sort of further insight as to what is coming next for women's hockey right now because there was the the Budweiser thing and, and sort of it seemed like there was some momentum growing. Uh, do you have any insight into what we should expect next? Yeah, I mean, from my perspective as a part of the PWHPA, um, the, the 200 professional hockey players that are 
kind of stepping aside right now to build a future, I think that it's a slow process. And that has been both frustrating and kind of humbling because if we really want this to make a difference for those kids that we help coach now or, or girls that, for example, were at that Hockey Hall of Fame Legends game on Sunday, there are so many young girls. Like, that's who it's about. So it's about being a little bit less selfish about, I want to be on the ice, I want to play, and I want to play right now. And we just kind of need to have that perspective of, like, it might take more than one or two seasons to create the lasting change we want, but that's where this will be something that we'll be proud of down the road. So I think it's important to look at what we've done so far with the three showcase tournaments in the fall. We've signed on big sponsors like, Budweiser, like Adidas, um, those are huge names that want to be a part of our journey, and we don't want to rush it. So there will be more showcase tournaments in the winter. Um, there'll be one in the Toronto area. So we're going to go to Philadelphia as well, and then we're going to pick a new market. Um, actually, we had we kind of had a Twitter vote. People could send in where they wanted to see our kind of traveling showcase tournaments come, and just seeing like the online outreach for what we're doing and seeing that people are supporting us and they're not impatient. They know that this takes some time. That's assurance enough that we'll get where we want to be when the time is right. But it's exciting. When have you ever got to kind of build a future and be a part of a movement that doesn't really have an end date, right? Production ceremony takes place tonight at 7.30 Eastern Time, live from Toronto. Also happening this weekend in hockey, the Maple Leafs, they basically bottomed out in a pair of particularly uninspiring losses on Friday and Saturday night. A 4-2 loss to the Monster under the bed, the Boston Bruins on Friday. And the real catastrophe was the next night, a 6-1 loss on Saturday night to the Penguins. And no excuse for this one. The Penguins also on the second half of a back-to-back. The Penguins also missing a very important player in uh, Sidney Crosby. Very important. Basically, one of the best players in the league. They had no problem scoring six goals. It certainly felt like rock bottom for the Maple Leafs. The questions about Mike Babcock getting louder and louder. And no number of Kyle Dubas hallway press conferences are going to stem that tide until they start winning again. And if they're going to get things going right, They'll have to do it on the road. Ten of their next 12 games, including the next five straight, are away from home. And up next, hey, what better way to relieve some stress and and to bond as a group than a trip to Vegas? It's Leafs versus Golden Knights. That game is on Tuesday. Vegas coming off a 6-0 win over the Calgary Flames last night. And speaking of road trips, the Toronto Raptors concluded their five-game trip on Saturday. In Dallas, Luka Doncic, just too much to handle. He looked amazing. Uh, Looks like all the extra minutes also with Kyle and Serge out might have finally caught up to some of the heavier rotation guys on the Raptors roster. The road trip ends 3-2 and for Toronto, which really, all things considered, has to be thought of as a success when you factor in the important pieces like Lowry and Ibaka and Pat McCaw even, and two games from OG and Anobi, all those guys not in the lineup. 3-2 3-2 and two is a pretty good success. The Raptors back home with some home cooking tonight and a decent matchup as they take on the Charlotte Hornets in Toronto. Charlotte 6-7 and seven under the gate. The Raptors back home with an 8-4 and four record. That is what we would commonly refer to 
as a winnable matchup for the Toronto Raptors. Also, according to the Toronto Sun, a trio of Raptors that were traded away during last season's run to the championship reportedly will not receive a ring. DeLon Wright, CJ Miles, and most importantly, Jonas Valanciunas, all apparently not going to be given a token for their 30 games to start the year. GM Bobby Webster said the team did their research, basically, and it's not that uncommon of a thing to draw the line at who was on the team in the finals. I don't feel especially strong about this either way, but I will say I'm a little surprised, especially when it comes to JV. He was the longest tenured Raptor at the time, but that's the way it's going to be. No ring for JV. I guess it's always sort of a weird feeling to receive that ring anyway on a team you didn't clinch the championship with. It's not like you would wear it with extreme pride afterwards, but we digress. Anyway, that's all from this morning's show. Raptors versus Hornets is tonight from the Scotiabank Arena. That game tips off just after 7.30 p.m. Eastern time. And also at that time tonight, as mentioned, with Ailish, Haley Wickenheiser in the 2019 class take their place in the Hockey Hall of Fame. So, lots to take in and enjoy tonight, which means lots to talk about tomorrow morning. I'll be here right here on But First Sports to bring you everything you need to know, and I hope you will join me then as you did today. But for now, that's it. Start the week off right and enjoy your Monday. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market.